we built AND platform with one goal in mind. AND platform should allow marketers engage with their audiences, not our audiences, not some standard agent gender audience, with their strategic audience defined in any which way they want across any screen at scale. That's the goal of AND platform. In the media metaverse, there are many paths to success. Not all of them are immediately obvious. In a world of exponential change, preconceived notions remain a top barrier for strategists and media investors to think beyond the Pavlovian responses of Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Trade Desk as sources of inventory. Hi, I'm Jeff Minsky, lead analyst of Media Village, and your guide to the media metaverse. And yes, we named the podcast before a particular social media company co-opted the word. We live in a world where the very nature of geographic boundaries are being blurred. Put on a VR headset, and within seconds, you're sitting next to a childhood friend who may be living thousands of miles away. For marketers who are used to a bifurcation of national and local budgets, there's always been this gray area of regional players with ad inventory, such as the cable operators. NCC was founded in 1981 in Boston with a goal of unifying disparate cable ad inventory across regional operators to drive efficiency and scale for TV buyers. More often than not, NCC on the the agency was relegated to the local regional TV buyer. Yet, in an audience-driven world, that is no longer the case. On October 17, 2019, led by CEO Nicole Pangis and President Andrew Ward, NCC rebranded itself Ampersand to emphasize the power of AND. And AND also happens to be the given name of their programmatic platform. My guest today, Kalyan Lanka, is VP Product Management at Ampersand. He runs the AND platform, a programmatic interface for data-driven video buying across the inventory that they represent. Kalyan has an extensive history in data and programmatic, having done stints at Comscore. Kalyan, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining. You know, we recently had a conversation and it was just so engaging and, 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 and interesting that I said, well, why am I just having this conversation for myself? Let me share this with the media metaverse. So uh, I, I just want to say thank you for joining. And uh, why don't you kind of give a, a, a quick overview of what brought you to Ampersound? Sure. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Um, so I've been in audience measurement research, consumer research for, for, you know, for, for a while now. I don't want to date myself back, but uh, that's been, it's been the case throughout my career. Um, so one thing w- was always fascinating for me, right? Consumer behaviors and changing consumption patterns and trying to understand them at the most granular level, right? Not, not overall at an overarching national level, but when you break it down by audience segment, by geographic region, by zone, by DMA, those nuances are crucial, right? For marketers to figure out what their consumers like and how to engage with them. I want to say, you know, I, I've spent a lot of my time and career uh, trying to figure that out. Uh, one of the reasons why I want to say I was not that successful is because of restrictions we had in terms of data that was available to us, right? We were either dealing with tiny sample sizes when you started slicing and dicing it down by segment and DMA, or you were dealing with latency of the data, 
right? Data was a couple of months late, a quarter late, et cetera. Now, the reason why Ampersand, when I joined NCC, was super exciting for me was the amount of data that we had at our disposal and the amount of inventory we had at our disposal, right? With viewership data and viewership insights coming from, you know, over 40 million households in a very com privacy compliant manner. And with the amount of inventory we have, the ability to reach, you know, close to 80, 90 million households in US, uh, and the scale and the technology we had at our disposal, and obviously uh, the passion and vision that Nicole Pangas and Andrew Ward had, you know, those were the selling points that uh, that made it a pretty easy decision. So, Kelly, let me ask you a quick question, just to clarify for everyone who may not be as familiar, what is the data, what is the source of the data? Because we know the cable operators are both cable operators and ISPs. So what data are you able to tap into? Sure, Ampersand is, is a joint venture. We're jointly owned by you know, Comcast, Effective uh, Spectrum Reach and Cox Media. So the data we have at our disposal, you can break it into three different buckets. The first one is viewership insights collected from various set-top boxes. Um, aggregated as well as, you know, pseudonymized. So we don't know who the household is. We don't get any PII, right? It's completely scrubbed. So all we get is a random ID along with various viewership patterns, right? Which network did they consume? How much time did they spend, et cetera? That's the primary data set. We collect it from all our MVPDs. The second most crucial data set is audience information tied to those households. So we work with, again, your data providers and aggregators uh, that are, again, privacy compliant, like your experience of the world or live ramps of the world or POC, IHS market, and we receive audience information on those households from them. And the third and most you know, pretty crucial data set is ad occurrence data or ad exposure data on campaigns that you know, various advertisers and marketers run on TV and other video sources. We combine all that together into our AND platform, essentially give our clients the ability to plan, buy, and measure multi-screen TV. And, and that reach, so just to clarify one more time, that reach um, frequency information that you're getting on the, the campaigns that marketers are running throughout television, that's their national buys. That's not just the buys they're doing through Ampersand, correct? Yeah, so that's a great question. So we at Ampersand look, our, our vision is to try to get a handle on totality of TV consumption and totality of TV spend. Ampersand is a significant portion of it, right? We know which, which campaigns are run on our inventory, we know ad, when we have ad occurrence data on ads on campaigns run on our, our inventory. We also have the ability to measure um, national advertiser campaigns or national network campaigns, you know, tied to that viewership insights that we're collecting. Uh, we also have the ability to measure local broadcasts and local station campaigns tied to the viewership data we're collecting. So the benefit we offer to our advertisers and marketers and their agencies is the ability to look at that $400, $500 million spend uh, you know, tied to the totality of TV, identify opportunities across the board and further improve their multi-screen TV campaigns. So you're going after that uh, holy grail of the one RF to rule them all. 
Uh, how realistic are we getting to that? How close are we getting to that? We, I want to say we are making great progress. Um, uh, I don't want to put a timeline on it, being a product guy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I want to say we're not, we're not decades away, right? We, we are probably a couple of years to a few years away, frankly. We have all the foundational pieces in place already. Uh, we, as I said, we measure national campaigns today, ampersand cable campaigns. We measure local station campaigns. We are bringing in addressable into the mix. We are bringing in streaming TV, OTT, CTV into the mix. And the last piece, a big piece, is combining all that together to provide that unique reach and frequency view or a dedupe reach and frequency view to our marketers. There have been a lot of headwinds uh, brewing over the past few years uh, around privacy mm -hmm. and privacy and data. Have you had to make adjustments? Have there been things that you really, really thought you were going to be able to do, but now you're like, well, you know, California's got this law, Nevada's got a law going. Have you had to change your, your roadmap, your strategy based on what's going on in the market? Yeah, that's a great question. Just to provide some clarity, right, for your, for your viewers and listeners, we don't have any data, right? We're not the cable operator, right? We're not Comcast or Cox or Spectrum Reach, right? So we don't directly collect any data. Most of the insights we get and we collect are either, as I said, completely pseudonymized. So we don't even know where it came from or it goes through an onboarder or a DMZ, for lack of a better term, like you know, LiveRamp or Experian uh, and other partners. So because of that, right, we, we try to stay a couple of steps away um, from, from PII. Um, and in the grand scheme of things, right, most of the stuff we do is at an aggregated level. Um, and we, uh, we take privacy very seriously. And that's one of the reasons why we as a company decided to be a couple of steps away from the actual data collection itself. So tell us a little bit about the AMP platform, uh, how it came about, how many years it's been worked on, and uh, what the response has been. If you take a step back, right, think about, think about marketers, think about advertisers and agencies, right? I mean, there are so many tools, platforms, technologies out there, but they, they all have one goal, right? Their goal is to reach their target consumer and reach them at scale and reach them efficiently. That's it, right? That's their only goal. Right. They want to get that message out to their target consumers so they can generate revenue, so they can sell their products, so they can get their, those, those, you know, that foot traffic to their dealerships, et cetera, et cetera. That's pretty much marketing. Yeah. That's pretty much marketing, right? right. <laughs> so we generate so, revenue. That's 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 the goal for pretty much every single goal. marketer out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end goal. So we strongly believe that I mean, there's so much work that goes on into defining this consumer segment using primary research, secondary research, transactional data, et cetera, et cetera. So we said, you know, while there are other ways of transacting linear TV and, and other, you know, multi-screen TV sources, we built an platform with one goal in mind. An platform should allow marketers engage with their audiences, not our audiences, not some standard agent gender audience, with their strategic audience defined in any which way they want 
across any screen at scale. That's the goal of Ant Platform, right? So we have, we launched it about a couple of years ago, right? Initial focus was linear TV. We're now adding addressable streaming into the foray. And the end goal is to essentially make it a multi-screen TV buying platform. And in the last two years, we've added several capabilities, including, you know, most recently uh, an audience builder with, and, and a custom audience builder, which allows clients to bring in their own first party data or create their own audience segments and act with that audience segment across any screen. Right. We wanted to democratize that audience creation process, right? Because we said, you marketer and agency, you know who your consumer targets are. We have scale, we have data to help you take that segment, look at their viewership patterns, identify the right content that will help you maximize your reach and hit your frequency targets. And we built this audience-based uh, platform, the AND platform to plan, buy, and measure which is a very important topic and we should talk more about it and measure the efficiency of your audience-based multi-screen TV campaigns. One of the challenges when I was, uh, and this is a while ago, but when I was leading addressable uh, on the agency side uh, was the amount of time it took to get a definition of how much audience I could reach uh, uh, of my defined audience. How quickly, you know, it used to take weeks for matching back you know, the target segment that you were looking for or the audience you're looking for. So where are we? How, how, how quickly can I, if I'm on the buy side, uh, say, you know what, I want to know how many uh, car buyers on a Wednesday uh, at 3 p.m. I can, I can reach. How about real time? I, I'll take real time. There you go. So it's, uh, it, it is one of, uh, actually, we recently launched this capability into the end platform. Very proud of it personally, right? This, the, as you said, this was a major pain point when it comes to addressable execution. Uh, we partnered with uh, LiveRamp for this capability and our clients, when they go to the AND platform, they have the ability to look at Experian, Polk, you know, if you're a political agency, L2 data or their own first party attributes, combine them in any which way they want. And in real time, they can understand the size of that audience within our addressable footprint. And if they like that size, if they think that's enough instance for them, they can click a button to activate on it. Well, that's a, that's a lot less friction than we used to have. And that I think is a huge um, accomplishment because that, that really was one of the biggest barriers in being able to execute on a timely basis an addressable campaign. So that's, that's, that's terrific. Looking forward, what is the next thing that you would like to see the AND platform be able to do? What's that next step? Not, not three years, not two years from now, but in the next six months, what are you focused on? What are you hoping uh, to achieve with the AND platform? Absolutely. Um, so our first goal is, is to make linear TV buying, audience-based linear TV buying simple right? And we, we are there, right? Like we have clients who are actively using the platform to buy linear TV today. In the next six months, our focus is on bringing those other screens, whether it's addressable execution or streaming execution into the end platform, right? That's what we're working on now. Um, if I look a year, 
from now or a year and a half from now, we once we figure out these individual pipes and we have the ability to essentially take one audience segment and execute on it across multiple screens, um, giving our clients uh, the, the, uh, the view into this totality of their execution and showing them how each of their screens performed against that one audience segment and combining it together to say, here is how you should be thinking about allocating your budgets or optimizing your campaigns further is our ultimate goal, right? Uh, I think we talked about it in, you know, it's now, right? I think we are about a year to two years from that, but in the next six months, we want to bring in those other screens into the platform and then move towards that that uh, cross-screen or total TV. Yeah, we, we talked about the pain point on planning, the, how big the audience could be. Equally, back when I was doing this, the pain points were uh, waiting up to two months to get a full report back on how well you achieved your goals. Uh, not to mention there was very little attribution way back when. Where are we? How, how, are, how is the AND platform atta attacking the, uh, the topic of measurement? Absolutely. So on, on all... There are, there are a couple of ways we look at measurement, right? There is your basic, you know, delivery. I, I bought 100 million impressions. How am I go, doing against those 100 million impressions? Are you pacing well or not? Right, that's table stakes. The second level is, you know, I want to take an audience segment. I planned against, you know, that audience segment using your viewership insights. I ran a campaign against that audience segment. How did I perform against that audience segment? What did I, did I reach them properly? What's my average frequency? And how did that change week over week? How are each networks within my schedule performing against that campaign or each device type performing against that campaign? Uh, and uh, are there opportunities to improve the performance further, right? Those questions are answered within, you know, within our measure, we call it the measure and report suite or capability set. Within that, we have, insights that are trying to understand and measure and report reach and frequency of a campaign against an audience segment across ampersand local stations and national campaigns, right? That's already there. From a cadence standpoint, we report on it um, about 30 days after the close of the month. So you, any campaign you ran in August, you'll start seeing how that campaign performed by end of September. That's where we are today. Our goal is to actually bring that timeline further down so we can actually start looking at weekly execution. So again, I come from digital world, right? And, and we are used to the idea of looking at how campaign is performing and then fine tuning it and optimizing it on the fly. Mm -hmm. Now that, that is probably not an ideal goal when you start thinking about linear TV or you know this multi-screen TV world, right? I mean, there are cycles you need to keep in mind. You gotta let the campaign run a bit. Again, you're talking about brand awareness, top of the funnel campaigns that require certain frequency of exposures. There could be other, you know, some tentpole events that are happening that might be impacting your 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 delivery or your performance. So what we recommend our clients do is monitor their performance if you want on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis, but learn from how your campaign has performed and try to use it to optimize your future campaigns, right? Your next quarter, your next month, 
Let's not try to do in-flight optimization. One, because operationally, we're not there yet, right? Particularly when you start thinking about linear TV, we're nowhere close to optimizing campaigns in real time. We can do that on streaming and addressable, but when you think about this multi-screen world, let's learn how the, from, from these insights, use those insights to start fine-tuning your next quarter by, your next month by. Let's keep improving on it so in the next six months or so, we know what the right you know, combination is to hit those optimal reach and frequency goals. As you're talking very much about a reach and frequency and efficiency of play uh, or a DR type of play, uh, but what about brand marketers? Is there brand measurement as well uh, that you're able to provide? Absolutely. So that's the third component of our measurement report. So, right, we talked about delivery. We talked about reach and frequency insights. And the third one is attribution, right? Um, and attribution being a loose term, right? It can go all the way from top of the funnel brand awareness all the way to, you know, conversions. And I don't think we do this anymore, but click-throughs, right? So <laughs> we are uh, our, our actual ROI, right? So did it result in foot traffic? Did it result in, you know, um, a lift in uh, sales? We offer different types of attribution services for our clients. Um, when you, we, we there are, it, it goes from top of the funnel brand awareness, right? There are, partners we work with where we take a linear campaign, you know, do an AB, try to show them how that linear campaign resulted in, you know, overall brand awareness, shift in brand, lift in brand awareness, brand consideration. We also offer, you know, a conversion analysis where if you ran a local cable, linear TV campaign, did that result in web traffic conversion, right, on your website? Right, so we partner with a couple of you know uh, partners mm -hmm. to provide that, um, and then we also do you know you know your your standalone ROI analysis, you know using foot traffic, using you know uh, point of sale data to show you these exposures has resulted in so and so ROI on the actual transaction itself. The you know I guess the last question I want to ask you. Um, you know, as I mentioned in the, in the opening, uh, you know, ampersand or its predecessor NCC was sort of betwixt and between in the agency world. It was the, uh, you know, it was a regional play. It was pretty much relegated to local buyers and like myself, some addressable television folks, um, have you seen the shift with the AND platform? Have you seen the shift with ampersand overall? And if you can just give some sort of example of that. Yeah, so we we work with, uh, not naming names, right? But in, sure. in if, if you look, you're absolutely right. So when ampersand started, that was our goal, right? You, you mentioned that in your intro. Our goal was to, as our name suggests, uh, was to bring together uh, at that point, uh, a very desperate set of, you know, inventory owners and content owners together and achieve scale. And local was the right entry point and local was um, what NCC previously was known for. If you look at uh, our partners today, we work uh, directly with brands, advertisers, 
we work with, um, as you said, agency holding companies, both national and local teams. Um, we work with digital only and streaming only buyers, right? We work with, uh, as you mentioned, addressable TV buyers. We provide and we do a lot of work. We have a consult, you know, uh, data and insights organization that does a lot of work directly with marketers trying to understand how various campaigns are resulting in, you know, ROI and how to use those insights further to improve their buys. Um, so that's exactly where we started at a local cable level, uh, but with the power of AND platform and the data and insights it offers, um, we have a, a pretty massive cross-section of uh, partners that we work with today. Terrific. And with that, I want to thank you, Callian, for jo joining us today. Uh, we invite you to come back anytime. Uh, we'd love to chat more about the industry and about programmatic and, and as the television world continues to evolve. Uh, we also invite you all back, our listeners and viewers, shortly as we go deeper into the media metaverse. Hope everyone has a wonderful and productive week. I'm Jeff Minsky. Thank you. Thank you.